welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me here today. I'm really excited about the topic. In fact, I, I've pondered over it actually for a while, and um, 
today, I, I would love to talk about this idea of can you grow with a limited circle of friends? Because I think it's so important that we lean into this because this year is about, you know, really smashing it. That's what we talk about. We're going to smash it. We're going to crush it. And I think the way that we do that is by really looking at the people that we're surrounding ourselves with. So being in this room, Breakfast with the Champions, you know, being able to surround myself with people all over the world is um, absolutely incredible and amazing. And it feels great knowing that there are people all over who, who are really on a mission to do something, do something great. But before I even start, I want to say happy Clubhouse birthday to you, Barbara, and to Tariq. How cool is that? You've been on this app for one year and it's, it's just amazing how time flies. I'm getting close to my one, but um, what I've learned and what I've experienced during this time on this app and being in this room, um, it would have took me decades absolute decades to learn so um, I'm just grateful to be here so um, we're gonna just start off straight with the idea that if you think about every outstanding man and woman that has ever achieved anything they have always had a support network and Napoleon Hill who's the author of Think and Grow Rich he calls it a mastermind alliance and the first time I heard the term mastermind alliance was about 2011 and um, the definition of what is a mastermind alliance it's people who encourage you influence you, educate and inspire you to be more than you ever think that you can be. And I think that if I was to look at even just being on this app and the amount of people that I've made connections with, um, you know, even Sarah, just how she announced me, it's just, it makes you, it makes me want to be more, you know, more than I can be. Um, and these people though, the good thing about a mastermind alliance and, and why the, the term mastermind alliance is so important that it's not just a group of friends, you're a mastermind alliance is because these people stand by you in your darkest hour. They are the ones that literally hold their hands out to you and help you and pull you, pull you up when you hit rock bottom. And I think being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, being a parent, there are so many moments in our life where we're literally on the floor. And if you have people around you who are leaning over and stretching their hand out and saying, come on, get back up, then that makes it so much more easier. So can you grow with a limited circle of friends? Well, the idea of a mastermind alliance is you only need one other person, which um, sometimes is all you have when you start. So if I think about me and the one other person I have, it's um, my life partner, Terence. We, we've been together coming up to 19 years in February. But I remember in 2014, we'd been in business from about 2011, but in 2014, we both was introduced to Napoleon Hill. I don't know how it came about, but we were on our way to California because we were going to um, a Brian, we we're going to this Brian Tracy conference. We were going over there and we we're going to um, like build, be part of his group, I suppose, and network. And on the way there, we said, what are we gonna do? So we downloaded Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book and we downloaded it onto our iPad from YouTube. Um, and we, we didn't have Audible then. I never even knew what Audible was in 2014. So um, we're listening to it on the flight and it's a very long flight with a change. And on the flight, I don't, even now when me and Terence talk about this, there was a moment where both of us were sitting side by side with our shared head, head, headphones, listening to Napoleon Hill talking about the secrets of success and talking about how the kind of mindset that you have and the people that you need to surround yourself with and the groups that you have to cultivate. And it was like a light bulb. It, we both looked at each other and we, were, and we were so excited because we were learning new information and we were thinking, well, we can make this happen. You know, we were gearing ourselves up. And that I think was like a moment for us where we were like, we're going to do this together. 
me and you, no matter what it takes, we are going to do this together. At the time, we had two very small children and um, we were really pivoting in, in our mindset. But because I knew that he was doing it with me and he had heard the same stuff as me, there was this connection that meant that we were able to know what our journey is. And obviously, when we got back home, you know, our friends and family, they thought that we'd joined a cult or something. And, you know, what's this all about mindset, positivity, mastermind alliance? What are you talking about? Are you part of some Freemasons or whatever? And I was just, we were just, it was just a very difficult thing. But my point is, is when you find one other person that believes what you believe, then that's the first step. But ultimately, I think that what makes a really strong mastermind alliance is when there's lots of you there's lots of people who are all in it because then you're stronger so um one of the toughest moments um for us and i'll share this with you like and it's, it's a it's an important story in 2011 before we knew about a mastermind alliance we'd already started the business and this particular day, I'd got my first client. You know when you cold call and you ring your clients one after the other? I remember I was in my in our flat wearing this red dressing gown because I'd just get up, the all the lines would be down, and I'd start cold calling through a list of numbers, knowing that eventually somebody will say yes. So I went, you know, when you cold call, you get lots and lots of no's. Anyway, I booked this appointment with this client who was about 45 minutes away from me. She was like, yeah, I'd love to sign up to your network. So at this time I'd, I'd start the business called the National Accountancy Network. So it was a network of accountants and I was just trying to build accounts into the network. So anyway, I got the, got the deal and she was like, come and see me tomorrow. But in our financial situation at that moment, we literally only had enough money in petrol to get Terence to work and back. We'd, we'd, we'd put aside enough money to get there and back for the days that we needed to be there. So if I was going to go somewhere else in our one car, we already knew that we, it would affect us financially. We wouldn't have the finances. So we had to make a decision. So what we did was we, I drove to the appointment, dropped Terence off at work. And then I wait on the way back, instead of coming home, I waited outside of his work, hid, hidden away so nobody could see us. And I waited in the car for eight hours. And I didn't turn the engine on because I was worried that it would um, take down the petrol. So I sat in the car knowing my children, my little children were um, with my sister and I waited there and I, I did a lot of thinking then and I just kept telling myself, this is going to be okay, this is going to turn into something and the good thing is though, when I'd arrived back at the car, I had got a check from the client because she'd signed up to me. So I was kind of buzzing on the fact that she'd signed up. So I was like, this is, this is gonna work, you know, it's got to work. When I get home, the client and, you know, I don't even know why I didn't call her there. But anyway, my point is I waited in the car for eight hours and by the time Terence finished work, I was actually really sad and emotional and a little bit annoyed. And he just lent, came into the car and he just said, do you know what babes, it's gonna be okay. We're going to be able to get through this. Now, if that was just me on my own trying to make that, I think I'd have given up because it's hard and lonely. But because I had somebody cheering for me and who was there for me, it, it made the, a massive big difference. So finding one other person is the most important thing that you can do. So if you think about it, if you look around this stage now and you think, who here would I be able to lean on if something terribly went wrong in my business or in my life is there somebody on this stage that I could message and say hey could you support me is there somebody that I could reach out to and if you don't have one person 
then you could always message me because what I've become over my life is a cheerleader. I really love to cheer for people and help other people really reach their goals because the, the hardest thing is when you're alone and you're stuck in it on your own and nobody else gets it. And sometimes you might ask family members or people who you've um, who've been your friends for decades and they will just tell you just go back to what you were doing don't try to push forward but that's not the that's not how we think in this room this room is all about growth development and adding value to your life and what you're about so one of the questions I want to throw out to the room is do you feel like you can grow with just a limited group of friends a limited group of people do you think you can do it with just you and one other person or do you feel like the only way you're going to be able to really make massive impact is with a whole group of people? I'd love to just look around the stage, get some flashes, and then I'll do a, a, a reset if that's okay. Who's there flashing? I can hear someone. This is Stephen. I'll start. Greetings. Oh, go for it, Stephen. And then I'll come over to you, Addy. Well, okay, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm, it, I'm sort of biased on this one. You know, I mean, I think, I think circle of influence, circle of friends, contacts, they're all different levels. So you have, you know, your contacts that you know that are on paper or business business cards or whatever. Then you have acquaintances that you met. Then you have people that you know at work or at, at projects. And then you have actual, you know, friends or circle of influence. Mine is very small. I think maybe four, four people, five people that I can really, really call good friends. Um, and if you look at proximity, as far as physical proximity, I don't think that matters at all anymore. My case in point, I live in a village of 2,000 people in the middle of Hungary where nobody is. Ramon was actually there, so he can vouch for that. <laughs> and, it uh, is. Nobody's it, there. Nobody's there. <laughs> and uh, I'm thriving. And I'm thriving from a place uh, that is completely empty of anyone that I know. I don't know anybody there, like as far as friendships or businesses or anything goes. So it's all about how you reach out. The value that you add, the radiant value that you add, that the law of reciprocity will shoot back in your direction. For me, it's more about that than it is about the numbers, than it is about the quantity I don't want to say quality or quantity. I hate that, but it's not, it's not, it's not about the quantity. It's about what I can give as far as value and what that radiant value then gives back to me through the law of reciprocity. So yeah, it's uh, it's case in point. I'm sitting in New York city right now, waiting to be interviewed by CNN, Bloomberg, uh, uh, Fox. Uh, I don't even know the names, cheddar and all that kind of stuff. And I'm from a little village. So think about that. Wow, Stephen. Wow. So can I ask you a question? How did you make that happen? Yeah, you know, everyone asks me that all the time. It's like, I don't, I, I honestly um, never thought about it as a process because it's, it, there was no, pro, there was no, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult. I add value. So I'll, I'll get on the phone. Sorry, the Zoom. I keep saying phone. I'm so old school. I'll get on the Zoom with three new people every day. I think everyone knows that. I don't look for contacts. I don't look for people to call. It just happens because, for instance, this app I'm on here, obviously, this ha app has, has a lot to do with it, but I got on this app and I got to be known through um, just doing a live video every day um, in a, a veterans group back starting four years ago. Four years ago was the first time I was ever online um, for anything other than looking at pictures of, you know, my wife on Facebook or whatever. Um, and, and so now through those years, obviously I've built up a net, an online network that has then brought more and more clients and coverage and exposure, which then brought me to where I am today. So you're, I see what you're getting at here. I couldn't have done it without everybody. I couldn't say, I, I, I can't say that I did, but I know people that live in New York City, you know, that have a small network and aren't, aren't making it happen. It, it, it's about you, right? It's about you. It isn't about the size of your network. It helps, of course, and it actually helps facilitate um, and deploy 
your message, your genius, or whatever throughout the throughout the world. I, I don't don't get me wrong, but that all has, has to do with value. If I'm not giving value, my, my net network can be as big as you want it to be, and they're not going to do anything for me. So yeah, that's sort of the short answer. And oh, thank you so much. Oh, I'm sorry, Ify. No, no, go for it, Monica. Yeah, go for it. Stephen, this is Monica. Um, would you agree or would you disagree that the size of your network doesn't matter? It's the content of your network and where the mindset is of the people you're surrounding yourself with and the way that you choose to, and maybe this is what you're going back to, is giving value, but when you choose to interact with them, and how you choose to interact and the quality of those conversations, because that's what came up for me right away when Ify said, can you grow with a small circle of friends? And my first instinct was, well, it depends who they are and who you're being. What are your thoughts yeah, exactly. on that? Uh, that's exactly right. What I would also say, though, is that it depends still uh, on me, right? I mean, I attract the people. Like, if, if you're living by hit, honesty, integrity, transparency, you know the, you know the deal. For anyone who doesn't know, Monica's my cousin. Um, we're cousins. Um, so that radiant value is created through you. You're giving value not only in the world around you, but to yourself and staying honest and, and transparent with yourself. And what that does is it attracts the right people into your life that are automatically aligned at your frequency, and it repels those who aren't aligned at your frequency. You don't have to do a, you don't have to do a certain thing, and, that, and that's why it's important to live on the inside out. Um, so yeah, you're exactly right, cousin. Good to see you stateside. I'm so jealous. I have such FOMO over New York right now. <laughs> hey, Ify, I have a question for you as well when they're, when Monica and Stephen uh, are ready. Absolutely, absolutely. Raymond, <laughs> I was going to go to Addy because Addy was flashing and then bring in a question and bring the conversation. And good morning, Raymond. I am loving you on Rise and Grind. Literally, it is a joy to watch you live because seeing you on this app is great and hearing you, but when you actually click through and watch Rise and Grind and you get to see the people's faces as they're speaking, it's a whole nother level. So um, Raven, it's, it's a pleasure. I'm gonna go over to Addy, then I'll come back to you. Um, good morning, Addy. Good morning, my dear. How are you doing today? I am really good, thank you. I would love you to just chime in on here if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, um, I'm sure that we've all heard of a quote that says, no man is an island and no man stands alone. And I do believe that if we want to make progress in life, um, whether it's in business or whether in, in terms of our personal growth um, and development, that we can't do it by ourselves. We have to be able to connect with others. Now, I believe that there are different levels of connection or friendship, if you like, and it's how we choose to interact with the different levels that will bring about our growth or limit our growth. Now we can have close friends, we can have intimate friends, we can have uh, friends that are, or, or people that we're only relating to on a business basis because they have what we don't have and we may only be connecting with them for a season and a time. Now we should, in my perspective, um, look to, make sure that that relationship is beneficial and it's mutually um, one that is adding value. But sometimes it doesn't. 
having said that, you need all different types of people in your growth um, journey or in your success journey. So no man is an island. You need people to make success in your life or in your business. You need different types of people and you are the one that determines where you place the different people that you connect with. That's my share. Oh, thank you, Addy. Love that. Absolutely. Sarah, I saw you and Mike earlier. Did you want to jump in before I go to Raymond? Okay, over to you, Raymond. Hey, thank you so much, Addy. And uh, Sarah was probably just clapping. And Addy, what a great share. Goes dovetails with what I wanted to ask you, Ify, about relationships. And I think it more affirms what Addy just said. So that was great is that there are different levels of relationships and this is, and I would love your input uh, if you, because if, if you said, look around the stage, who can you go to and all that? As I look around the stage, yes, many of us are friends on Clubhouse, but if I was vomiting and sick with the flu, I'd probably call my cousin who I don't know as well as even many people on stage, but because they're quote unquote family. So is there that God-given kind of closeness that you have with people, you, you can't pay your mortgage. I probably wouldn't call Marvin and say, Marvin, can I borrow 3000 even though I speak to Marvin more than I speak to my aunt in the Midwest. I hardly ever speak to her, but I may call her for 10000 first. So does that make sense? I was just curious because I think it's a very interesting conversation of the different levels, different connections, business versus friends versus family versus if I'm going through a nasty issue with family, am I calling my cousin Joey that I hardly speak to or am I calling somebody on clubhouse that i speak to every day because it's business feel what i mean is that confusing or no that question makes sense raymond that was a really great question and it's got a lot of um it's very thought-provoking and it makes you think you know as you're saying i'm thinking okay so how do we process this i saw christina um um flashing so i'll come to you um right after i try to answer this question so when you first said it it's true if you think about synth synthetic friendships friendships where you speak on this surface level and you only speak in this um with this certain portion but then when you think about your deep rooted connections from your family um it goes back a little bit to what addy said is if you have these are the for me i've got a list of people i have this is the person i go to when i'm feeling really overwhelmed about my children this is the person that i go to when i need relationship advice this is the person i go to when i need business advice this so it's about i suppose if you can get and someone told me to do this a while back make sure you have five people and just and know who these people are because you know i talk about in your rucksack on life like, you know life is a journey and we're all walking on this journey and we have this rucksack and in that rucksack i i suggest we have three r's which is the ability to recognize when we need help uh, the second r which is to be able to reach out to somebody who's reliable and then make sure that with um the the third r is that i mean what's it reach out Oh no, recognize, reach out, and then find somebody who's reliable. So when you reach out to that person, the next R is reliability. If you've never asked me to, to lend you money before, it probably it isn't really maybe reliable for you because you don't know what I'm going to say. But if you've got this aunt who, who knows you and you've already paid her back before when you've borrowed money, it would be a much more reliable source. And also it's the idea of when you ask somebody to help you, you have to know, do they have the capacity to help me? And I think a lot of people who who struggle to ask for help, it's because 
it's the fear of being rejected and said, I can't help you or it's not something I can do. So um, it's a great loaded question, Raymond. And I think that my, my goal on this app is to build strong enough relationships that I could ask the people on the app for the things that I would probably ask like a long-term relative for, or that they would come and ask me. You know, I've had people on this app who've asked me to help them um, with something that maybe um, they wouldn't ask their family with. And, and I find that to be, um, a, it builds us stronger because that's how you build trust, right? So um, it's a great question. I saw Christina flashing. So I'd love to come to Christina and then I'm going to do a reset at 10.30. So over to you, Christina. I'm, not, I'm sorry, 5.30, because we're also in the States. I'm looking at the UK time. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, Ify, for um, for for giving me a, the opportunity to speak. Um, so this is really definitely how I live. Um, I agree, Ramon, Ify, I agree with um, Addie as well, all three of you. My circle is extremely small, um, like four to five people. Um, I have that person that I can call to talk to about spiritual things. I have that person that I can talk to about personal stuff when it comes to family and stuff like that. I have uh, that person that that pushes me when I want to give up. So that person that I call to talk to about business related stuff, uh, you know, or if I'm thinking too small, you know, I have that person that will call me out. Um, I have that person that I can call to just talk about. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Um, you know, if I have like some really deep, deep, deep family stuff that I need to talk to, uh, talk to someone about, I have that person as well. So yes, my circle is extremely small. I do think that, uh, you can grow with a limited amount of friends. I've been living like this for pretty much my whole life. So, um, great conversation this morning. I love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you for the opportunity to speak. And this is Christine and I'm done speaking. Oh, thank you so much, Christina. Great question. Really great question, Raymond. Did you want to respond back, Raymond? Hey, I just want to say great. It was great clarification. Thank you so much. And I want to tell you, Ify, if I need help on video marketing and messaging, I'm coming to Ify. And Christina is like the bomb. End of story. Oh, thank you, Ramon. Oh, thank you so much. And with that said, let's do a quick reset, right? So today you are in Breakfast with Champions, the millionaire breakfast club. And we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration to start every single day. You have heard the news, haven't you, that Rise and Grind is back. If you've been watching on any of the platforms, you can find it on YouTube or Facebook or LinkedIn. And I recommend that you go through and click because there's nothing better for me than being able to see somebody as well as hear them. And on that show, you've got Glenn Lundy, Sarah McCord, Scott Simmons, Lolita Walker and Marvin Reed. And they are building a new kind of morning show just for you. And I'm excited to listen to it. And I've been going in and listening to it. And it's been wonderful. Um, I watched it yesterday, actually. And I saw Alexandra on it. And I was like, wow, this is so good. It's so much fun. And um, so we're here today. And we're talking about can you grow with a limited circle of friends? So I'd love to um, look for some mic flashes and, and continue on with the conversation. Who, could, who is flashing there? I can hear you, but I can't see you. Say your name, please. Hey, John. 
Ah, oh, say Joe. Yes, come in. Thank Hello you. and good morning um, to everyone on here. Thank you, Ify. Oh God, I wasn't going to miss this today. Um, so I love what uh, Ramon and Adi and Christina added. I think it's absolutely spot on. But yes, you can grow with um, a limited like circle of people around you, but it comes with a caveat. And the caveat is that if those people around you also stop growing, as in they stop doing the things that they kind of signed up to, then you also stop growing. So basically it's kind of like works in a two-way, um, yeah, two-way thing really, um, in terms of just say, for example, we're looking at the breakfast with champions um, and you've got Glenn, Sarah, Marvin and Lolita. If Glenn wanted to grow this and suddenly, you know, Sarah, um had you know was limited by certain things and marvin and lita then it would be difficult for glenn to grow um if the people around him stop growing so you can as long as you're all growing together and you could be growing at different rates which is absolutely fine but if there's people around you who then suddenly stop and you know don't actually invest in themselves and stop growing themselves, um, then it's going to be hard to grow with those limited amount of people. And I always believe you have certain people in your life for certain reasons and certain seasons. So sometimes you can keep your circle small, but it does need reviewing like with everything in life. So, you know, there'll be different times in life where you actually, actually, I need somebody else now. Um, and it's not that that person is not worthy or whatever, but it's just that they don't fit where you're going right now. So you can keep it limited, but it does need constant reviewing and it does need a team effort. Like everybody needs to be growing and going in the same direction, but obviously in their own journeys. Um, otherwise, then you all end up kind of holding each other back. So, yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Thanks. Oh, so Joe, yeah, I absolutely totally agree. And I think that's such an important point that you've brought in to the conversation. And I think that if we're talking about growth, it, it just made me think about, so uh, I wrote a book called Powerlift Your Career, which is a book that I wrote in 2015. And I put together the steps to success after reading all the books and trying it out for myself. And one of the chapters is chapter seven, which is called Pick Your A-Team. And in this, I think it's so important because if you are somebody who have already got the clarity, you've already got your mindset right, you've built your confidence and self-esteem, you've worked on your personality, you're able to build relationships, you have a plan, you know, you, you've asked someone to help you build a roadmap out, and then you've started involving in like mental nutrition, like making sure you're reading the right books. And then the next thing is who you surround yourself with. And like you said, Sajal, if you've got a team of people and you're the fastest, most excited, most ambitious, most driven person on the team, then, then what happens is you're constantly like pu pushing, pushing, pushing. So if you surround yourself and build a team where everyone on it is pulling in the same direction with the same goals and the same, and you have to recheck in. And I think if I was to bring it back down to like real life for me, in my family, there's me, my other half and our two sons. If I'm like, I, I do my stories, you know, I do my stories every day. I'm on Instagram doing stories. And I'm like really invested. And last Christmas we did Christmas at the Thomases. And in the lockdown, we did lockdown at the Thomases. And I was like really invested. I had the camera, I was filming it. Right, come on, let's do it. And after week six, everyone was just like, we don't want to be filmed anymore. And I was like, oh, 
but this is really good. You know, we're, we're going to get, we're getting some endorsements. We're getting so much success. People are loving it. You know, they're saying, you know, to see a black British family, you know, we've got lots of unique selling points. I'm autistic. I've got some with autism, some with allergies. And my other half's really into IT. This is great. But they were just like, nah. So then we can grow our YouTube channel because the other members of my team were just not feeling it. So I think, like you said, Sajal, it's really important to go back and reassess. And I went, and, and when you can go back and reassess to these people on your team, I'm not telling you I'm getting rid of my family, but I went back to each one and said, what is it that you see as valuable here? You know, what is this doing for you? And when we went through and we asked everyone and I asked my children, they were like, well, we don't really enjoy it. We feel like it's a little bit, um, it's a bit invasive and I don't, I don't particularly want to be on video where I'm like, I love being on video. How are we not doing this? And I think that, um, and then we, we stopped. So I think that what you said, Sajal, is I think it's about recognizing are the people around me still growing? Are they still happy? Are they still interested? Are they still, do they still have this mindset and this thought process or am I doing it on my own? And I think that's when you have to, um, look for another set of group of people that are going to grow with you. So I think that was a, a great and very um, thought-provoking, Sajal. So thank you for being here. And I see you flashing, Sarah. I'm going to come over to you now. Yeah, Ify, I mean, I have to really honor Sarah. the fact, though, I love that example, because everyone knows I always talk about a role and a goal, that you put the role of wife and mama and the goal of a happy family above YouTube fame and success, right? Because those are two different goals. Like theoretically, if your goal was to become a YouTube sensation, you might have pushed it and been like, nope, we're going to do this. We said we were going to do this. We have this endorsement. We have this coming up. Like, suck it up. Let's go. We're in lockdown. And I think that's important too is that, um, and it kind of ties to the last point, um, you can go either way with it, right? You can either say, these people are giving me the gut check I need that I should um shift my goals or like in the case of your family uh or as you were saying if it was a team and you had a great idea and your team was like it's not our thing then understanding when is it the team that needs to shift and when is it the goal that needs to shift is a really really strong point done speaking oh sarah yeah that was and i don't think i intentionally was being you know that consciously aware but what i knew was it's like so in our kitchen we've got this sign that um that says the thomas family mission statement and we did it in 2016 and at the very bottom of our mission statement which i know they wouldn't mind me reading because it's our mission is our mission is to live a happy fulfilled life to create a positive impact on the way that black families and autism is portrayed to inspire people to dream big so that's our mission and we all are in that mission and i thought well to make that happen we show our lives on youtube but they that wasn't what they wanted so we didn't change the dream but like you said we changed the way that we do that how we represent that what we do and i think that sometimes when you're really passionate about something if if the people around you who you really care about who still have the same vision you have to be willing to wind your neck in and yet i personally think you have to be willing to let go of maybe ego or um control and say look what is the best thing for all of us so that we can all reach that goal but if someone in this in in our family meeting said well actually that's not that's not my mission anymore then i think that's when you have to look and reassess who's on the team not that i would um, chuck anyone out of the family but maybe we would i would do it in a different way so i i love that sarah and it um it looking back now it i feel like it was a really um great executive decision for us to just go actually 
are we still working towards the overall family mission? Okay, we are, but we're doing it in a way that everybody else is comfortable. And I think that's in business as well, isn't it? If you've got the people around you, and I suppose with my family, I can't really fire them, can I? So um, we have to make it work. Um, thank you, Sarah. And I'd love to, I saw my partner in crime, Marvin Reed. I'd love you to chime in because we have so many conversations about relationships and um, who you surround yourself with in the green room. So over to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Fantastic conversation. And I love uh, the fact that there are so many uh, uh, UK uh, clubhouse members jumping into the room and supporting. And I, I absolutely love to hear you guys here. Um, so hi to uh, uh, Sejal and, and Addy, the clubhouse question queen. I think, look, it's a great conversation. And you, you know me, um, if I'm always talking about you have to audit the circle. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to go back to your green room and it's an absolute mess. Um, and I think I think the the thing that I've seen, especially um, with entrepreneurs and business owners, is that it's sometimes very difficult to actually separate the two worlds, separate the world of personal life and se separate the world of, of business life when it comes to relationships. It's easy to separate them in other ways, but when it comes to relationships, it's quite difficult. And what I would say is is um, to, to Stephen's point, I think he raised when he was talking about um, behavior, definitely 110% are subscribed to that. Your behavior, so sometimes people are desperate to go out and try and build their circle and build their circle, but your behavior will actually decide who stays in your life. Your behavior will actually attract the right people. Um, but what we actually need to do ourselves is get comfortable with the fact that certain people are here for a season. I think Nichelle spoke about that, um, or oh, sorry, Sejal spoke about that, where it's, you know, people, you, I always talk about the strategy, but certain people will actually be there for a specific um, period of time. And, you know, it, it, that's not a bad thing. And everybody uh, actually has a role to play uh, to the point that was raised earlier as well. I do really believe that. I think we should all really keep our... Um, roadmap in mind, keep our vision in mind and understand um, what role the individuals around us can actually play to, to help us and, and how we can help them as well. It's a two-way thing. Um, and it's not necessarily that people will leave your life sometimes. And if, and if they are really, really great individuals, sometimes it just means that their role will change. So if they aren't the type of person that wants to grow with you, instead of um, the, you know, the role that they had before may now just change to a cheerleader. And that's not a bad thing. And, and I think that, that again, will identify um, if someone is really um, a great individual to have in your circle, because they will be comfortable with your growth. They, they won't try and hold you back. They will actually um, realize that, OK, you know, I'm, I'm, our relationship has shifted, but I'm going to celebrate your success. Um, so yeah, I, I, that that would be the the, the point um, that I would or the share that I would sort of sure. throw into the conversation. Good, good one, Marvin. In fact, hey, can, can can I just you know note on that real quick? Um, Marvin, I love it. It's 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 super cool. I think a lot of times we put way too much uh, logical sort of intentions and outcome uh, wishes into these into these into these uh, connections that we have. And my my advice is just let go. Like you don't know what they're there for. They're, they're going to tell you what they're there for if, if you're ready to receive, right? We can't tell them what, to, what, what, what they're there for. So anyone who comes into our life, anyway, whether, whether it's a day or a year or 100 years, um, we, just, we just have to add the value, 
create our life as we see fit and that radiant value will then attract those people and those people will then tell us what they give and believe me it works so don't try to control the outcome don't try to control what you're going to get from a, from a, a connection or a network or whatever because they're going to tell you when the time is right and when you're ready to receive love that Stephen, and um, love that marvin you got me so excited when you started saying that because i wanted to ask you some questions actually about that and yeah, like, like you said, Stephen, it's about that they, they will show you. And I think if I think about in my life, so um, back at the beginning of lockdown, um, we, we had a cleaner and for the first time, I was like, oh, this is amazing. This woman, her name is Belinda. She's not listening. She is just like a godsend. She is lovely. She is fun. And she, we, we, she's into personal development. I was like, how on earth did I get this woman? She's amazing. She's got grown up children of her own. And she actually used to run loads of pubs and she started cleaning in lockdown because she was lonely because she misses being like interacting with people. This was two years ago. She was everything. When the doors opened back, she went back and started running a pub. And I was just like, oh no, but I knew that we were connected. So like you said, your roles change or your jobs change. She then, um, I, I think I manifested her. I just kept saying, I wish she'd come back. She came back and now she's not the cleaner. She actually is um, the person who takes my children to school and picks them up from school and does their homework. So, well, we've got a hot mic somewhere. Let's let me grab it. Someone grab that hot mic, please. Um, yeah, so the idea of someone's role changing. And I, if I think back to why did I not want to let her go? Well, it actually her the person, her the individual, the way she makes me feel, the way she makes my children feel, the energy that she brings into the room. You know, the idea of people are radiators or drains. You know, some people you want to get close to, some people suck the life out of you. Well, when she walks into the room, into our home, when I see her pull on the drive, I take a sigh, a deep like relief because she's just one of these incredible women. If she said to me, do you know what? I don't think I'll be able to do the school runs anymore. I will find a place in the business somewhere so that I can keep her close to me. And I think it's important for us to recognize energy. You know, when you meet somebody, and this is about for me, when I look at, when I grow my network, if I meet somebody and when I'm around them, they make me feel good. They make me feel unstoppable and they cheer and they, and they, I learn stuff from them. And it's great to be in the, be with them. Then I will try and find ways to make sure that I continue to be around them. It's like before this app, I used to just listen to audiobooks. You can't talk back to audiobooks, well, they don't talk back to you. So I think, um, like you said, Marvin and Stephen, we might not know why the people are in our, why they're with us, but we, if they've got that right energy and that right vibration, it, for me, I'm always like, how do I, how do I stay close to you? You know, how do I, how do I keep close to you? So, and I wanted to ask a question to to you, Marvin, because it's something that we've talked about before is when somebody comes into your life and it kind of leads on to what Addy said, do, do you ever think to yourself, oh, you're probably only going to be here for a season? Have you ever had that thought process? Or while they're becoming not part of your season, do you consciously, are you consciously aware this is where this is going to end? Or does it just happen and you're like, oh. And it's a really, really great question, actually. Um, I, I, I actually think that it's best not to act, to try and figure that sort of out. You recognize people for their own, for their strengths and then how they can maybe fit into your roadmap. But I think the most important thing is just to have clarity in your own um, vision. Um, I always talk about the importance of running your own race um, because I think, you know, as I say, it's a two-way thing. You will feed into to them as well in some way. 
you know, they will have their individual sort of roadmap. So um, it will it will be an organic thing. It will sort of happen um, by itself. I don't I don't think you should be focusing on, okay, well, when will this person's relationship with me sort of end? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just think it, it generally phases in and out. Um, and I think, to be honest with you, if you think, if you think about it, I mean, right now we're talking about, you know, can you grow with a limited circle of friends? Say, say it is a small circle. Just imagine if you're trying to work out every individual and how long they'll, they'll, they'll be in your life for or how long they'll be on your roadmap for. Do you know what I mean? That, that's a distraction to me. I think the main thing is that you focus on your vision, you focus on your goal, you focus on your key milestones that you're trying to achieve. And, you know, people will, as I say, you'll attract the right people um, and the pe right people will run with you. Do you know what I mean? The, the right, right people will actually see your vision because you're making it crystal clear and actually really what be excited for you that those are the type of people that you really should want around you and definitely those are the type of people i want around me um but i also love what you shared about um that one person as well because obviously i've, I've met terry I, I you know know known quite well now and i think that that's an important thing it's important not to lose that um and there's a great quote that i really really um uh love that talks about one smile can start a friendship one word can end a fight one look can save a relationship, but one individual can change your life. And it's ma it's massively important to, to, to know, at least have an idea of who that individual is in your life. Because yes, you, you, could, you have a circle. Yes, that circle can, can, be, can be small, but I think everybody has one person or should have one person who um, kind of plays that role. Uh, and that's, that's what, what my share would be. I'll, I'll pass the mic back to you if I don't want to take up too much time. Oh, Marvin, I love that. I, I want to get that, that on a big canvas in my house somewhere because I think that's so important because when you say we, we each individually can be that person, we can smile at somebody, you know, we can give them a look. I, I, I thought that was really um, powerful and I, I do believe that. And I think one of the things, and I'll, I'll come and ask some questions about this, this is one of the things that I really have to dig deep in. When I'm working with my clients and we're going through the idea of getting where you want to be, and we look at the idea of picking your A-team. Who do you surround yourself with? You know, are you the smartest? Are you the fastest? All of that. One of the things that I find always hold people back, and I've said it so many times because it's a really important part of the steps. Because even if you have, and I'll repeat it, even if you have clarity and vision and you have a plan and you believe that it's possible and you have high levels of self-esteem and confidence and you've built your personality so that you can be a great conversationalist, you can make friends wherever you go, you can build relationships. And if you have all that and you also even have a daily routine where you refuse to watch like the news and you read books and you do personal development and you work on your mental health and your physical health, you do all of this stuff. If you do not have one person and if, who supports you and believes in you and cheers for you, then I think that, and I'm going to use a British word, you're knackered. <laughs> Meaning that it is so difficult to keep going on this journey, especially if you're somebody who's got a vision and a mission and you're trying to change the world. If you are just on your own, it is so difficult so when I'm working with people and they say I went home and I spoke to my husband and they, they said that they don't believe in positivity and and they're not into mindset and they don't care about the law of attraction and they think goal setting is um not realistic um I I want to say to them is get out 
imagine that your house is on fire and run out as quick as you can, which obviously wouldn't be good coaching. I would never say that, but I'm thinking you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it if the person that you go home to looks at you, rolls their eyes every time you talk about your goals. I've said it before. Don't tell your big dreams to small minds. Find somebody. And that's what this app is so great. There are people on this stage with Breakfast with Champions. These people on this stage, whether you're on the stage, whether you're in the audience, whether you're in the back channels, there is always someone on this stage that believes in you. But what you must do is in the real physical world, make sure that you know who's in your ear. Because like I said at the beginning, a mastermind alliance, is only, you only need one person, one person. It is great if you can have five people. It is great if you can be empowering people. I see you flashing, Stephen. I'd love you to jump in here. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you, you, you nailed it. You're, you're not going to make it. You need someone to support you. You really require it. But that doesn't mean that person has to be your partner at home. Um, you will work. You will grow your way out of that partnership it's, it's, it's going to happen so if you're on the path to greatness and you're growing and you go home and your partner's like no nah, i don't believe in all this stuff what, what you just said like i don't believe in mindset and and you know the setting goals and things like that and you keep driving you're going to drive yourself out of that relationship it's almost a promise or they're going to see what you're doing and then they're going to pick it up but either way it's down to you again right it's down to you so it's a scary thing i mean if i'm going to be honest on the stage that's what happened to me twice right with two two relationships i just kept going and i i never arrived somewhere and said oh look i'm here i made it i'm done because life is is that entire process of becoming the person that we're meant to be whatever that is over time and so these people that come and go in our lives like you're talking about yeah when we marry somebody or we're with somebody really really tight we want them to be with us we we want to grow with them but if they don't you cannot stop you gotta go on because that's you creating the, the most amazing version of yourself I could feel it like I've got goosebumps all up and down my arm because I can hear you, Stephen. And I, I would love to get a mic flash. Can anyone else feel that? Anyone else uh, been in a situation? Yeah, I feel it. To... Oh, most Who's... definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Iffy, can I share? I'd love one. Yes, yeah. please share. Absolutely. Iffy, this is Christina again. I just wanted to share um, something that I hear very often when we are, when individual, when people don't have that support at home from their wife or their husband, mostly with us and our environment uh we hear it a lot because we have a lot of ladies in our environment uh in our business so we hear it a lot with the ladies and their husbands so uh what's what's said is you can you can work with your husband or you can work with your wife but we can't work against them so we definitely need that support uh when it comes to a home you know you need to have somebody that you can go home to that you can talk to about pretty much anything um, and then have that support if you need that support to, you know, to, uh, to keep moving forward. So, um, that's, that's, you know, mentally it's, it's, it will drain you if you don't have that support. So just want to share that. Wow. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Who, who else was flashing? Hey, 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 hey Ify. Um, I just wanted to say, first of all, amazing room, absolutely loving the room so far, so thought-provoking. Um, and I love what everybody said. And I just wanted to say uh, sometimes we need to understand the, there's, a un, there's universal laws. And one of the universal laws is obviously we know about attraction, the law of cause and effect. Um, but there's a law that I love to kind of, you know, research into, which is the universal law of polarity. 
um, which basically means everything is dual in nature. Everything is pretty much the same. So good and bad is pretty much the same thing. You can't have good without bad and you cannot have bad without good. And sometimes we will attract, you know, what's the opposite to us into our lives just so we could be in balance. So for example, like I'm, you know, I'm a business person. I'm, I'm, I'm into entrepreneurship. I like taking a lot of risk, right? Because who, I don't want to, I don't want to go on my deathbed and regret anything in my life. I want to take risks. But then my fiance, she's very risk adverse. She doesn't like to take risk at all. Um, but if I didn't have her in my life challenging my risk, my risk taking then i'd probably do you know what i mean i would have probably lost a whole lot of money and by now i would have probably lost i probably wouldn't have the home that i'm in right now so sometimes we have people that are opposite to us in our life just to balance us um because that's it it's all everything's polarity um i, I don't know if it for instance you know when i was younger um, and i had some wrong negative energies in my life um, you know, and, you know, people try to set me up, they try to bring me down. But if I never had that, them in my life, I would not be here where I am today. Because um, I was able to get out of that surroundings and get in myself into new places and meet new people. Um, and now I'm connected with some amazing, amazing people around the world, right? So I just want people to understand that sometimes when we do have people in our lives that's, that challenges us, um, it's they're there for a reason and they're there sometimes to balance us out i'm not saying have negative or draining people but sometimes you know polarity support and challenge is the same thing because life will balance you so sometimes that's why people are there as well thank you and i'll finish speaking Thank you, Cordell. This is the first time I've heard you on the app. What a lovely contribution. I absolutely love that. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. But I, I totally agree. There has to be a balance. And I'm with you. If if I didn't have Terence saying to me, hold on, let's read the small print. Gosh, knows where I'd be. So I think there has to be a balance, you know, and we do attract people that can support us. And like, if you think about everything that I do is all, is all wrapped around storytelling anyway. And if you think the most incredible moments in our lives um, and the most horrendous moments in our lives, when you tell the story in the future, it all wraps around and it makes sense. You know, um, the you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them when you look back, what Steve Jobs says. It's so true. So it's important that if, like, like you said, Cordell, that if something bad is happening, like the time when I had to sit in the car and had no money, like that is really kind of part of my signature story now because I'm sh sharing people that, you know, I know what it's like. To, and, you know, we've all got stories that we can talk about. Like the, I mean, the stories where you're on your knees, like those stories are important because if you don't have the knee stories, then actually your hero stories don't really seem that exciting, do they? So um, I think it's important that everything that happens that we, we recognize it's coming uh, like like Addie said you know seasons things are happening deliberately to help us grow to help us understand what's going on I had a conversation with Marvin yesterday actually I was saying wow you know what just happened there has made me think about what I don't want to happen in the future but if that didn't happen somewhere in my future I'd probably have to experience it what is it that Oprah says that everything that happens to us is a lesson and we have to ask ourselves what is this teaching me? What is this lesson teaching me? Why is this happening? And how can I use this to help me move forward? Um, we've got two minutes before I need to hand the mic um, over. Would anyone else like to jump yeah, in? Yeah, yes. That's where I just got to say that's I never knew. Uh, good hearing you again. You're amazing. Um, and it's crazy because, you know, I never knew Oprah said that. I mean, I didn't know that, but I didn't know that was Oprah. And it's funny because that whole thing, you know, ever since lost my brother and we go through stuff, the whole 
old adage. I, think, I don't know if it was Tony Robbins or who first said it, but life is happening for me, right? Whenever you go through something, whoever goes through anything, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, just even just uh, anything and you just think, hey, instead of happening to me, it's happening for me. Literally, that's changed probably the biggest, biggest take on my life because it's like it's kind of similar. What what's this teaching me? Right. And I think it's so important. I think it's so important because we all go through things. Right. But it's it's all knowing that, hey, we have to God, God's greatest gift is life. Right. There's people out there right now who are fighting to, for, for exactly the chance we have to speak and communicate. So if we don't go out there and inspire somebody today, right, no matter what we've been through, right, and always put it up, then, then like, th- then I think we lose sight of exactly what God's given us, you know? So it's just so funny. It's always a blessing hearing you. I just had to chime in on that. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank yeah. you. And you are a storyteller. Um, we've got one minute before I'm going to hand it over to the wonderful, incredible, hey, I cannot wait to hear your segment. Um, I hear someone flashing. Okay. We've probably okay. got 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Who is a it? Vision. Yeah, go. A vision is oh, like hi. a lantern, and it only lights up if other people support it, watch it, empower it. So the beauty of this room is everyone is elevating one another, empowering one another, but we do need each other because we need to cheer each other on. But I loved what you said. Don't tell your big ideas to little people. You totally inspired me. And thank you for the beauty in this room. Thank you so much, Bianca. And you know what? I saw Tash flashing and I don't, you know, everyone has a seat at the table here. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.